ask so God that you turn them to strength in the heart. Jesus, I pray, oh God, that you will speak through my lips of clay and minister richly to your people in the mighty name of Jesus. Thank you. Yes, we are praying. Thank you, Lord, because we know they are here, because we have prayed according to your will. In your faithfulness and mercy, we will see the manifestations in our lives, homes, and church in the mighty name of Jesus. Thank you. Amen. In Jesus' precious name, we are praying. Amen. This morning, I felt led to talk about worthy verses. Worthy verses. And I'd like us to turn our Bibles, please, if you don't mind, to a popular verse of practice of scriptures in the book of Second Timothy, chapter 2. Second Timothy, chapter 2. Talking about worthy verses, worthy verses. Now, the scripture says from verse 19, Second Timothy, chapter 2, from verse 19. It said, nevertheless, the foundation of God standeth sure have this seal the lord knoweth them that are his and let everyone that nameth the name of christ depart from iniquity but in a great house there are not only vessels of gold and of silver but also of wood and of earth and some to honor and some to dishonor if a man therefore forged himself from these he shall be a vessel unto honor, sanctified, and made for the master's use, and prepared unto every good work. Flee also youthful laws, but follow righteousness, faith, charity, peace with them that call on the name of the Lord out of a pure heart. But foolish and unlearned question avoid, knowing that they do gender strive and the servant of the lord must not strive but be gentle unto all men apt to teach patient in meekness instructing those that oppose themselves if god adventure will give them repentance to the acknowledgement of the truth but the lord bless the reading the understanding the interpretation of the word and above all the application of the word in jesus name amen so like i said earlier on we'll be looking at the wordy verses but i want to pick some points from the passage we just read and it is obvious like our father in the lord pastor here we always say the master key in life is holiness the master key in life is holiness it is profitable for here on earth and also necessary to assess heaven. Holiness is profitable here on earth and also very necessary for us to assess heaven. For instance, the Bible says without holiness, no man will see the Lord. And for us to live effectively and successfully here on earth, it must be on the bedrock of holiness. And that's why the scripture started in verse 19 by saying, look, God's foundation stands sure. And it has on this, this seal. The Lord knows those who are his. We may not know those who belong to God, but God knows those who are his. You see, and let 
everyone that named the name of the Lord depart from iniquity. If you are going to be mentioning God's name, depart from iniquity. That's the first requirement. And this is the key that opens doors to usefulness. There's no way you can be useful without God. And that's why the Bible admonishes us to always have contact with God. Because without God, we can do nothing. Absolutely nothing. He said we should have contact with God because we will always be weak as men. After exhausting our strength, he said for us to get strength, we should always be in contact with God. He said they that wait upon the Lord shall what? Shall renew their strength. They will mount up with wings as of ego. They will run and not be weary. They will walk and not faint. So the secret or the access to usefulness is to be holy and to remain in contact with God. And if you want to remain in contact with God, the basis is depart from iniquity. Depart from iniquity. Have nothing to do with iniquity. Anybody trying to instruct you and trying to pamper you in iniquity, that person is not sent of God. Any person who say, oh, it doesn't matter how you live, all you need to do is just to confess that Jesus Christ is Lord, is deceiving you. Even if you say you have faith in God and you don't have, you don't work with God with integrity, it is not acceptable. You are just deceiving yourself. The Bible says the devil also believed in God and he trembles. You say you believe in God. The devil also believes in God and he trembles. The issue with the devil is that he knows that his judgment is also is already written. So if you say you believe in God, let us see it by what you do. Let us see it by your stand for righteousness. Let us see it by your love for righteousness. If you believe in the Lord Jesus Christ, so do what Jesus did. Jesus loved righteousness and he hated wickedness. With passion, he departed. He had nothing to do with iniquity. So for us to be worthy person, it begins by departing from iniquity. Having faith in God and departing from iniquity. And when we do that, then we can be vessels. And when we become vessels, we should be worthy vessels. What I mean by worthy vessels is vessels that God can pick at any time to do whatever he wants to do. The Bible says we are his workmanship created in Christ Jesus for every good works. So many times heaven has its own agenda. And sometimes they sit there in heaven, they have conference in heaven. Okay, this is what we're about to do for this time. Who can we find to do it? God may have an assignment to be accomplished in Ireland. He will say, oh, who can we find in Ireland that will get this done? And what he does is to search for such an individual. If we look at the case of when Jesus was to come to the earth, the Bible says there was a searching. 
when the angel appeared to Mary, he said, oh, thou had found favor amongst women. In other words, there was a session until they zero in on Mary. So look, Mary will do the job. Apart from the fact that she was a virgin, there are certain qualities they saw in her heart. Okay, this one will be able to effectively do the job. She was a vessel ready to be used. If she was not a virgin, she would have been disqualified. Among virgins, they search for somebody who will be able to do it. My prayer in the name of Jesus is that when God wants to do something in your location, he will zero in on you. You will be available. You will not only be available, you will be ready to do the work in the mighty name of Jesus. Amen. Amen. Friends, above every other thing, apart from relationship with God, the next expectation is to be useful, is to be a worthy person. The first expectation is always to be within. We see that in the life of, you know, the relationship that Jesus had with his disciples. He said the first thing is that they will be with him and then they will be useful. He can send them at any time to do anything for him. We are his workmanship prepared unto every good works. Or let me say any good work. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. So we are called to be a worthy vessel, a useful vessel. The question now is, as a mother, how useful are you to your children? As a father, how useful are you to your children? Are you always there for them? Can they count on you? And can they look up to you for anything? As a wife, how useful are you to your husband? Without any strings attached, will you be faithful enough to do anything for your husband? And vice versa, as a husband, how useful are you to your wife. The reason why wives complain, the reason why husbands, you know, maybe they don't complain, they bottle it up, is because there is absence of usefulness from their spouse. They don't consider their spouse useful. How useful are you in that church? Are you a problematic person or you are someone who is highly useful? Can the pastor count on you that when I give this person this assignment, he will do it? Can the pastor even think about you? Say, hey, we want to do this assignment. No, this person will be the right person to do it. This person will be the right person to do it. Can your pastor consider you that way? How useful are you in your place of work? Brethren, our usefulness determines our shining. Our usefulness determines our shining. Jesus said, let your light so shine amongst men that they may see your good works. They may see your usefulness. We are called to be useful. And that's why the scripture says, but in a great house, there are not only vessels of gold 
and of silver, but also of wood, of earth, and also to honor and to some to dishonor. May we become vessels unto honor in the mighty name of Jesus. Amen. May God count on us. May Amen. men count on us. May Amen. our family members count on us. May Amen. church leadership count on us. Amen. If there is an assignment to be done, may no other name be mentioned but your name in the mighty name of Jesus. Amen. The Bible says that the eyes of God moves to and fro all the earth, looking for the person whose heart is perfect towards him. Looking for the person whose heart is perfect towards him so that he can show forth his strength. So many people, they cry and say, God, use me. God, fill me with your power. The question is, are you available to be used? The question is, are you a worthy vessel that God can use? And that's why verse 21 says, if a man therefore purge himself from deeds, he shall be a vessel unto honor, sanctified, and meet for the master's use, and prepared unto every good work. If a man or a woman, a boy or a girl, purges himself. I was reading the book, the, the story of Joseph recently. And one thing I noticed about Joseph is that right from whom he has maintained uprightness. He has maintained uprightness. In fact, the Bible says as young as he was, the youngest among all of them, as of that time, each time his elder brothers did what was wrong, he reports them to their father. In fact, I believe that that was the major reason why he hated him. And when they also saw that the father loved him, why wouldn't the father love him? Because he saw uprightness in him, apart from the fact that he was the youngest at that time. Joseph was upright. He was always reporting his elder brothers to his father. Though the youngest, he knew what was right and what from what was wrong, and he maintained righteousness. So when God came to the family and was looking for who will we send to deliver the nation of Israel, to keep the posterity of the nation of Israel, God zeroed in on Joseph. Thank God for grace. But God saw in Joseph that if I send Joseph, he will maintain integrity in the house of Potiphar. If I send Joseph, he will maintain integrity in prison. If I send Joseph, he will maintain integrity as a prime minister. I'm sure if any of the elder brothers were chosen, they will get there and mess up. Not only mess up, they will also get there. And when the brothers come, they will not forgive. So if you purge yourself from forgiveness, if you purge yourself from laziness, if you purge yourself from iniquity, from immorality, from evil, then God will find you as a worthy vessel. You will be tested, you will be tried, and you will be used. 
All of this we see in the life of Jesus. Jesus was tested, he was tried, and then he was used. How do I know? The voice came from heaven. He said, this is my beloved son in whom I am well pleased. When the test comes, when we are tested, when we are tried, may we not be found one thing in the name of Jesus. Amen. May it be discovered that we are standing on the solid ground of holiness and righteousness in the Amen. mighty name of Jesus. So Amen. that it can be used of the Lord. And from today, may it be said concerning us that we are useful people. Amen. Amen. You, are, you are a useful man. You are a useful woman. You, you are a Amen. useful brother. You are a useful sister. Amen. In the mighty name of Jesus. You are a useful uncle. In the name of Jesus. Amen. When we were small at home, there are some uncles that will, they say they are coming to our house then. As children, we say, oh my God, we will not, we will be angry that why is he coming? But there are some uncles, when they say they are coming, the moment we hear it, we are rejoicing. Why? Because we know when they come, some things will happen. Some things will, you know, we will be delivered. May we be useful in the name of Jesus. Amen. Amen. But for us to be useful, we must purge ourselves. And the next verse tells us, it gives us this information. He says, if they might, okay, verse 22, it simply also useful loss, but follow righteousness, faith, charity, peace with them that call on the Lord out of a pure heart. He said, but foolish, that's where I'm going, verse 23. He said, but foolish and unlearned question, avoid. There are some people that will query your stand of righteousness that are not going anywhere. There are some people that will query your stand of holiness. There are some people that will query your foundation. There are some people that will teach something different. The Bible says, avoid them, no matter who they are. That's what Joseph did. Joseph avoided the ways of his elder brothers. Anybody that will question his integrity, Joseph avoided them. He did everything possible. He ran away from them. He ran away from the wife of Potiphar. He ran away from anybody evil. And that's what the Bible says. He said, if anyone call himself a brother, and you find that he's a fornicator, he's a covetous person, he's a liar, he doesn't want to follow the way of holiness and righteousness, the Bible says, avoid such a one. No matter the status of the person, may God give us the necessary grace to always stand uprightly the regardless the temptation and the trials in the mighty name of Jesus. Amen. Because it is only when we do this that truly we are useful to heaven and then we are useful to the earth. May our life become like that of Tabitha whose name was also Dorcas. When Tabitha died, there were people who were ready, they were able to, were willing to stake their neck. Say this one cannot die. If you die, how many people will weep? How many people will say, Oh God, this thing, no, we don't want, we want a change? How many people will seek that your situation be reversed? The Bible says, When the wicked rule, the people 
mourn, but when the righteous rule, the people rejoice. May our life be useful. Amen. At little place of leadership, may our life be useful. Brethren, it doesn't pay to be wicked, but rather it pay to be loving and righteous. May that be our portion in Jesus' name. We are going to pray some prayers very quickly. We are going to start by saying, Father, let my heart love righteousness and hate wickedness. This is the let my heart Lord, I 
the person eventually will be discarded. The person is said to be good for nothing. That will not be our testimony in the name of Jesus. Amen. Today, we will be good for something for our husbands, for our wives, for our children, for Amen. our divorce, for Amen. our colleagues, for Amen. every member of the church in the name of Jesus. Amen. When everyone is looking for somebody, they will find us worthy. Amen. In the mighty name of Jesus. Lift up your voice and say, Father, from today, I want to become unusually useful for everyone around me. I want to There is a blessing from heaven that makes somebody useful. There is an anointing that makes you useful. There are gifts. There are gifts that are needed that makes people useful. There are skills that are needed that make people useful. Every corporation and company in the world, they are looking for somebody who will be useful. They are looking for somebody with skill that they that can solve problems for them. To be useful means solving problems. Mm. We are going to pray, Father, 
endow me with the gifts, the anointing to be useful. To be upon me the power to be I ask for peace. I ask for peace. I In Jesus' mighty name, we are praying. Normally, it is the desire of God that with time, that he will just close his eyes, permit me to use that word, and just select anybody from the church and use that person as vessel unto honor. That is the utmost desire of God. That is why he desires a church without spot or recall. He desires a church without spot or recall. So he will just come in and pick anybody. He will just come in and prepare anybody a body or take someone to a location where that person will stand and shine as light. But that is not the case today. We are going to pray from the pulpit to the pew that God will purge his church. That God will sanctify his church. That God will prepare his church for good work. 
in the name of Jesus. Let's pray for a great revival in the church that everywhere the gospel is preached today and going forward that souls will be saved. The kingdom of darkness will be depopulated and the kingdom of God will be populated and that God will be you and I. In the name of Jesus. Let's quickly pray that for a few seconds. And thereafter, Thank you so very much. The Lord bless you in the mighty name of Jesus. 